Welcome to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Renty and the PMC. Hosted by David Faulkner, Harrison Vaughn, and Will Alexander, and powered by Renty, who just want to make renting enjoyable. everybody, and the Alternative Property Management Show. I am your host, David Faulkner, MC of the PMC. It is next week. I am so excited. I cannot wait. It is going to be one of the biggest property management conferences that you'll ever see. We're super, super pumped up for it. I'm again joined by Will Alexander from Bailey's. He's up, he's looking very dapper. He looks like he's going out for dinner tonight. Harrison Vaughan, well, there he is. He's um, yeah, he's actually looking, he looks like Tintin, actually, or something like that. You know. And we're also joined by Leanne Tautree from Rent South down in the super deep south of New Zealand, down in Invercargill. Leanne, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Good, thank you, Goat. I've just come straight off watching kids basketball and straight into the office, ready for you guys to, I don't know, answer a few questions, I suppose, hopefully. Well, well you got away with, you, you yeah. at least you look like Tintin. You look quite, <laughs> you look great, by the way. Um, just, yeah, I feel, feel bad for you, know, Harry. You look like Tintin, mate. Right? Well, you've got this, like, sailor type of shirt on, haven't you? And t- well, you could have said this on the windowsill. Well, I can't see it. Oh, oh is that oh, Tintin? It's, the, it's one of the Tintin things. It must have got ah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Leanne, I was, basket- I was basketball. I was kids' basketball. It goes. They won by two points. So, you know, those parents on the sideline screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not, you're not one of those, you're not one of those <laughs> mad women, are you? Yeah, you just go absolutely yeah. ballistic on the sideline. Not quite, but very competitive. Very competitive appearance, unfortunately. Poor kids. But yeah, that's good. Got that done and dusted for another week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can picture you being competitive. Well, we know you're competitive because, you know, we, I mean, you're on our panel, on the Start Up panel. Uh, we're really grateful that you're going to be on the panel for the conference. It's great that you're joining us. Why don't you just give us a little bit of a background about yourself, Leanne? You know, what got you into property management? How did Rent South start? And uh, yeah, you know, what's your journey? Yes, uh, property management, I actually fell into the role. So back in 20, 2000 and 20, uh, 2002, sorry, I started. Uh, a friend w- uh, reached out to me and asked if I wanted to help her out and do vacated debts, actually, back in the day with the old manual grids. It was a DOS system, so very, very old school. I said, yeah, sure. So I was tucked away in a wee office um, and then obviously worked myself up to being there 19 years where I went through to administration, PA to a property manager, and then obviously became a senior property manager. Um, And two years ago, I decided it was time for a change. I needed a new challenge in life. My values were no longer aligned. So it was time to take the deep end, uh, COVID lockdown, I had to return my old work car to the work business and then didn't really know what I was up to, but decided I needed a change. Had a wee break briefly for a few weeks and then set up Rent South in September 2021. And why, what were the, when you talk about the values changing, you know, and you wanted to go on your own journey? Well, I don't know. It was kind of what I wanted to do, but I just thought I needed to, I don't know, it was time for a change and a challenge. I actually thought I was burnt out of the industry. I started as a 21-year-old 
um, in property management, as I said, wasn't what I was going to be doing. I was going to look at travel, be a travel agent or e-hostess was kind of the, I did SIT study here with the zero fees in Invercargill yep. and that's sort of what I did. But I think I went there just to sort of hang out with friends and go out on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, as you do with the dollar beers at the local pubs. Um, but then obviously that fell into it and I really enjoyed it. And I think it was because every day was different uh, and, and, and um I just, yeah, really liked it. And as I got onto it every each year, I was like, this is quite good. Uh, you know, helping people find houses and owners looking for investment properties. And I just thought, I actually quite like this. So after, like, obviously been in it for quite some time, I just thought it was burnt out because so much legislation change had happened. Mm. Um, lots was happening in Southland. Uh, I was obviously a mum in between it. I had maternity leave in Australia for a year came back into the swing of things, had another child, and I had three months off with him, the second child, and I just thought, oh, maybe I'm burnt out and just had enough, but sort of looked at it again. I said, no, I went away from it, and I actually, I really enjoy it. I'm passionate yeah. about helping people, and I love it. I just needed to do a different direction, and perhaps uh, I wanted really ultimately to run a property management company how it should be run. It was a bit hard working with a company that was real estate focused as well, um, a big company. And so I just really wanted to do a, a rental department or a property management company that should be run how it should be or make some changes. Yeah. So you're on the panel with, with Vili, who we had on the show about three weeks ago. Also with Shardy, she's been on the show. There's, there's always like these similar type of answers where, you know, that you've just got this desire to know that it can be done better yes yeah and, and you've had let's be honest you've had quite a bit of success we're seeing it up for awards on on linkedin a lot where you you've you've now got it's more than you you've got a team of is it three or four three you know, and it's, yeah 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 how have you found these leads when you've probably leveraged quite a lot off the sales team in the past how have you been able to grow it and how have you got your name out there I mean, a credit to obviously working with the other company and working for such a long time in that industry. And I guess being in Southland, we're a smaller community, so everyone knows everyone. Um, and in Vicargo, it had built a name, a solid name and a reputation for that period of time. I think if it was somewhere else in like of Wellington and, and uh, with Harrison or in Christchurch, it would be a totally different market for me. And I guess... I had to take a shot at it and give it a go and back myself and give it a try. And I thought, worst case, if it doesn't work out, um, I did have other real estate companies that reached out when I gave my notice. Mm. They had heard, quickly got around, obviously, small town. Everyone was ringing, going, what are you doing? Would you like to join? I said, well, thanks. But I, I think it's time for me just to give it this a go. And if it doesn't work out, let's try something else. So I've been lucky enough with word of mouth has been huge in Southland. Obviously, we have a presence of a wee bit of marketing. Uh, on the local radio station, uh, we also I sponsor a local basketball team here for the MBL, so the National League uh, Basketball Southland Sharks, and we also recently just been onto the Southland Monopoly Edition board. So I purchased Curio Bay Rent South. So oh, got that's cool! That's awesome! That is cool. Working, working. Thing I 
regretted not doing it last year and the moment came up there was a spot I said yes I'll take that and Curio Bay is actually uh, for a family a family it's um, where my father used to love going um, diving and get parlours for our family so it was just oh. all sort of put in together at one I was like this is it I'm taking it so we actually give away and we've got a few uh, monopoly boards to give away to um, tenants and giveaways so that's really cool and it's been a sold out sort of game board I mean you can't go wrong with monopoly can you and property management it all sort of ties into <laughs> one yeah. It does, of course, of it course. does, of course it does, yeah, yeah, maybe send a couple to Renters United, see what they think of it. There's a new um, group forming in Australia that they, they were talking about today, and it's called Hashtag Shit Renting is Shit or something, and it's um, it's getting a lot of traction over in Australia, and, and they're saying that it's probably going to come here in New Zealand, but well, Will, quite, I'll tell that, you. I was, at the B, I, was, I was at the BDM Summit in Melbourne a few weeks oh, ago, and it, was, and, it, and it was talked about quite a lot. And I'm thinking, yeah. what the hell is this? And some guy's quite notorious now, getting a lot of leverage. He's, he's oh, on funny. social media a lot. And everyone's <laughs> getting quite wound up about it. And I'm just like, first, I think it's just a piss take. You know, you can't take these things seriously. I mean, oh, but but I mean, what he's doing, it's it's fair, fair dim, as you'd say in Australia, fair dinkum. You know, like uh, <laughs> he's calling he's calling out slumlords, man. Like some of the stuff that we're seeing today was that should not be rented. Uh, yeah. So um, so I mean, you know, there is uh, <laughs> it's quite funny. It's quite funny. Um, it's competitive in Chicago, isn't it? It's uh, you know, there's some really good operators down there. I mean, how how well, do you, how do you grow in such a competitive market? I mean, there's uh, some I mean, fantastic now, I mean, operators. Will there's some fantastic operators down there? Well, <laughs> I'd say that the the, the level has somewhat <laughs> dropped um, <laughs> since since. Uh, let's not go there. Well, the family's uh, gone there. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. Actually, Catherine. Yeah, Catherine's great. Catherine does a fantastic job. Um, do you yeah. know Catherine uh, Leanne from Bailey's? Yes, yes. Yep. yep, I do. Of course mm-hmm. you do. Um, but look, it's a competitive town and they're good operators. Uh, how do you how do you grow a business and so, you know in such a um, you know in a community like that? I mean, what's your value proposition apart from obviously your reputation? I guess our business is founded on the belief that we can change the perception of property management. I guess, you know, we get a bit of a stigma of property management. Um, I know even working with the company that we worked with, you know, the agency, we're just the rental department. And I think that there for me, I was wanting to change that mindset because actually COVID was a good example of income for any business or any um, company in in real estate. Property management was able to, the wheels were still turning, the rent was still getting paid. We hardly had anyone that wasn't not paying their rent. So it was a huge asset, uh, and I guess that's the where we find the belief of, you know, doing it right and, and trying to be one of the leading property managers here in Southland. And I guess, well, you know, I organised. Um, we had Joe Ray recently at the start of the year come down and do the Good Yarn workshop, and I gathered all of them together uh, and rung around all the property managers. Probably some of them probably didn't want to hear from me because we're competition, but I guess once again, we're a community that we should all work together collectively. There's enough rental properties here in Southland um, to be able to share the load and do the job good. I think good competition, healthy competition is great. Uh, and anyway, I guess people see things on social media that we're doing this and doing that. And we're just going to keep upping that and, and just continuing what we're doing with our journey at Rent South. What are, what are the, the lessons that you've learned in your journey 
starting this company that you didn't quite expect that you would learn, you know, or some of the things that you didn't foresee that have cropped up? Uh, lessons. There's a few along the way that I've learned um, because, as I say, when I first set up the company, I had no values or goals, really. In my mind, I did, but not on paper. As you go through the business plan, there was no business plan model as such. So I did things a little bit backwards, which is probably not the right way, but I've kind of winged it along the way, and it's all worked out nicely. I did a leadership academy um, at the start of the year through our South and Business Chamber, and we had a Patty O'Brien, actually. Um, yeah. David, you Re- know? Referee, Re- read, the, yes. read his book. Read Patty his book. O'Brien. Yeah. Wow. Patty O'Brien. Good referee. Yeah. Good, yes. A leadership academy, um, he did a session on values. So we actually got him into the office um, and we, I had all the team and we all came up with our own goals and what we envisioned for Rent South, which was really good. So I include the team as such rather than me as an individual. So that came later on because I guess I was based at the kitchen table for nearly a year and a half on my own. And then I had a staff member um, join. But probably something that I learned along the way, and it was advice that I didn't really take at the time, was when you reach 70 houses, Leanne, you need to start employing someone else. I was worried that, what if I don't get to 100? How do I afford to pay someone else's wage? That risk, I guess, you took. So I was a bit late in employing someone. I had already hit the 100, and as I hit 100, it just snowballed that just the portfolio increased in size quite dramatically quite quickly so I didn't take that advice earlier on and the pace was probably one highlight or one point that I you know didn't listen to at the time but it all it's, worked it's, out in it's, the a scary, it's a scary thing though isn't it I mean I've been there when when you take on a staff member and you go in well I'm actually I'm making a decent living here and, and you know and then you're taking this big leap of faith to employ mm-hmm. someone I mean and it's obviously worked out I mean Future aspirations, What? how big are you, have you set yourself a limit to how big you want to be? I mean, to a degree, you've kind of, with the name of Rent South, we spoke with Billy. He wants to take his nationwide. Um, mm-hmm. You're clearly limited to where you can go. But, yes. you know, I mean, what's the future? Uh, are you limited because it's Rent South? So would you have to go Rent North and Rent West and Rent Hills? Yeah, possibly. I will tell you a wee funny story. I haven't really shared it with a lot of people, but when I was obviously, that was probably a struggle too, is working out a name and a brand. And I wanted something yeah. solid. And it was a real struggle. You know, you Google these names, you go through all these American names on websites and try to help you. I asked a few friends. I came up with one, which was Rent It. I thought, that's simple. That's great. That's easy. That's just what I need. Rent It. Let's recall Rent It. Uh, and then, of course, as he started to perhaps register online for a website, looked at it, and I was like, oh, no, this doesn't look good. It looked like I was going to rent my tits. So it was <laughs> gone quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I really struggled. And, of course, I would left my company, and I, I had owners that were wanting to find me. And I really, in the end, went south. I just I thought, well, I'm a Southland girl, um, and let's just keep this simple. Let's keep it rent. But I then obviously was thinking, overthought things. I was like, gosh, what if I want to extend or have a franchises? How do I go to Otago or Christchurch or further afield? What do I do? And then I thought, bugger it. I'm just going to worry about what we've got in front of us at the moment because essentially I just need to get hit the ground running and, and so people could find where I was. So that's where Rent South yeah. came. But solid brand now. It's Everyone yeah. says I can Hearing you on the radio, Leanne, I, I see you here, I see you there, everywhere. I'm thinking, oh, gosh, are you getting sick of me? 
Well, Leanne, Leanne I've got to I've got to say you obviously did the right thing with uh, the rent it, you know, and not going down that path. Imagine if you got T-shirts branded and you had rent it on the chest of your T-shirts. It wouldn't look particularly flash, would it? <laughs> Sorry. The attraction for the wrong reasons. The importance of the space. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does does radio work? I mean, like uh, PB, I mean, a uh, guy took over from Tim and property broke his country. I mean, you know, you drive around listening to it and it's uh, my kids, for God's sake, they sing it. Um, and, uh, you know, it is, um, they've got a bit of a thing going on and I kind of like it. I mean, what's what's your take? I mean, does it work? I mean, you know, what's, what, yeah. It's getting the name out there, I guess, yet again, isn't it? Um, people making them a brand awareness of it. Um, I don't really take the stats on where they come from, like if it's radio. I think it was just an opportunity. If I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. So it was a bit like the Monopoly also on the edge. Just recently we were giving away four weeks free rent. And I thought, well, if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it and I don't want to miss out. Yeah. So I just say yes, yes. Um, and then, you know, for colleagues, did you have the market budget for it? I'm like, well, yes, because, you know, I just worry that I miss out. It's an opportunity that has arisen, so you've so, got to take so, it. So, so, Leanne, can I just – you sound quite an impulsive individual. Do you, you know, <laughs> do you actually budget for the marketing or do you just go, right, actually, now I can afford to do this. This sounds like a good idea. I mean, is it a combination of both? Bit of both. I worry about it later. I think probably is probably what I do. It will just worry about it. We'll work out sometimes. We've at lastminute.com, obviously. Um, but I think you know it, it has worked, and it's the opportunity that you have that you uh, take it and embrace it while you can. And it just people keep in, in your face, really. That are oh, they hearing that brand rent south, rent south here? Mm. Um, yeah. At some point, you'll have to stop and look at whether that actually is something. But while we've got the momentum, we just carry on with it. I think particularly with the coverage that we've had recently with two finalist awards here locally uh, in Invercargill, but also Tahuna in Queenstown with the Māori Business Awards. So, you know, it's been free. Some of it's been free marketing and, and newspaper articles, but also, um, you know, people aware. I think it's yeah. always good. So, and you so can the, push those awards for years. I mean, we still push awards we won back in 2017. I hope you post the PMC award you won last year. You know, that yeah, was, uh, that's uh, front yes. and centre at reception desk. Yeah, yes. I hope so. Yeah. Excellent <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so do, you, do, you, do you still have someone that you, you lean on in terms of advisor? And, and can you also explain what family support has been like for you? Joining uh, this, I mean, I'm presuming you. I don't know. You're married. I'm presuming. I think, and and you, you know, tell tell us your situation there. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, two kids and a partner, Craig. Um, when he sort of was very happy about the idea of uh, me doing this and giving it a go, it was obviously something that I had a dream. So I actually sort of didn't visualise it would happen so soon or so quick. So he supported me uh, while I went through this. So obviously, had one property to manage initially at the time, which was easy. Had uh, not well, Palace, I think I had on board straight away. So obviously, you know, the job now with uh, property management, you need these prop tech systems, which are great because it makes job mm. you might life really easy. And I guess that was really hard when we'd go to conferences each time. We were lucky to go to conferences, but going back to a bigger company and, and going, we need this, we need that. And, you know, it's a cost thing for them. It's yeah. like, why are 
you need it and have to justify it and I think you just needed to give it a go to be able to like I didn't like change either and he'd go back and these conferences all of these sponsors were there and they want you to have this I remember one time I spoke to Michael um, Michael Abbott I said can you not just do one thing for all of us rather than all these individual Proptech systems, but obviously explained a reason that they just want to solely do property management software system and that's it. But obviously, you know, Renty's great, Tarpy amazing, just, you know, game changer. I just couldn't do the job without it anymore. Couldn't think not to be able to do property management without those systems in place. Because um, it makes it a little bit easier for us to manage portfolios with property managers and the size that they have. Obviously, we're still growing and anything new that comes in obviously goes to Amy, who is a colleague that I used to work for 17 years, joint uh, air team. So uh, that's been good. So we've got two, three staff members now, but obviously it was really hard working at the kitchen table on my own and not having that feedback. And I guess sometimes I've sort of talked to Shadi or Vili, Jack Vale, who was at Tarpy at the time, he was always a good support person. Um, Tamara, there was just a few other businesses because, of course, yeah. it was really hard working on your own and not having that kind of network group as such to bounce ideas off or get some support or just have a general chat, really, just a conversation because it was lonely at the kitchen table a few times, but I knew it was not forever and I could, I had the vision and the drive and I was passionate about growing the business, so I had a team. So I left from a team of five plus the sales agents um, and to myself at the kitchen table. So it was very hard. It was a struggle. That was probably one thing that I really struggled with on my own initially. So have you ever had moments then while you've started this journey where you've thought, why the hell am I doing this? And you've mm-hmm. had, had the temptation to go and say, look, this is too hard. Give me a job. Have you had yep. those moments and how have you overcome Absolutely. them? And one would think you wouldn't after two years, but there's been a few times that I think, gosh, um, why did I do this? Really? It would be so easy just to be an employee. But then I, I the focus is the reason why I'm here, why I'm doing it. Uh, and it's a real split moment of, I guess, you have a bad day or something happens and gets too hard, but you just overcome those obstacles. And I think that's sort of, you know, you learn to, to uh, cross them over and, and, and deal with it at the time. It's, you know what, boys? It, it reminds me of Shadi a little bit, you know, when yeah. she was talking about the why when we interviewed her. And and yeah. that's what, you know, gets you out of bed in the morning and, and that motivation. It, it's yeah. great yeah. to listen to. Sorry, Will, what have yeah. we got to say, mate? Yeah, I'm, well, well said. Um, very similar to Shadi. Um, I was just, just curious to pick your brain a little bit now that you're growing your team, um, Leanne. How... how um, how are you paying your property managers? Are you sort of salary, commission, bonuses, uh, commission only? Um, what are, what have you chosen to do in that instance? Uh, at this stage, it's just a salary. So I obviously got a full-time office executive and then I've got a full-time property manager who's grown a portfolio. So that is salary base with a obviously company vehicle for private use as well. So I wanted to make it a bit more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, accommodating so it's been obviously um i guess there's no incentive for someone to grow the portfolio but when you're on a sort of a a well-paid salary then that helps i guess for that aspect uh i do like obviously villa's concept and obviously at some point we'll need to employ someone else to help with the property management side of it in terms of property manager so i've grown you know quite extensively in, in such a short space of time that i guess it's been overwhelming but also haven't really had time to to sort of look at the the models uh, that you can put in place for property managers and, and want to make it fair and reasonable because 
because I've come from a, a salary plus a bonus commission. So that's where I had the drive to buy, build a portfolio. But then when you've got that, you actually, it becomes numbers. And I think that was probably another drive is I felt like my owners at the time when I was under a salary plus a commission base, it was a numbers game. The more income you generated, the more properties you had, the more income you generated. I almost felt like it became numbers. My owners were numbers opposed to being a more personalised service that we have now with the Rent South journey. We make them, you know, they're all family, basically, is what we feel they are. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Can I ask you how many properties? Because, I mean, we, we, we had a, a manager's meeting yesterday. And we're talking about how many properties a property manager can manage. And, and I actually think we'll start to see numbers increases automation comes more to the fold um you know artificial intelligence may have a role to play i don't know what do you reckon you guys can comfortably manage in the as individually and do you do it as a portfolio do you do it as a pod what's what's your structure uh, it's portfolio at the moment so uh obviously i had a goal at one point was to get 200 uh back in, in my previous roles didn't quite get there i got to about 180 which was quite huge at the time but also we had administration uh that were you know on the ground doing quite a lot of that work uh the ad admin side of it I think comfortably, you know, you mid hundreds, 160s, I think 150, yeah. but once again, depends on the properties and in the regions too, yeah. I think. Because when you, yeah. when you think of Southland rents here, obviously a bit lower to the likes of Wellington, Christchurch, Auckland, a commissions, uh, a management commission still probably reasonably uh, nationwide what it is, um, but obviously, the more properties you have, it depends on this, the style and the type of property that can um, cause a bit of more problems, but and that experience in the property manager too, you know, 21 years I've got under my belt. Each day I'm still learning things. And it's not till, uh, you know, you get a situation arise by a certain tenant um, could be totally different. Same situation could be different with the different perspectives of two mm. different people, a landlord or the tenant, same. Are you ready for Will's famous five? Yes. What was yours, Will? Because I know you got dinner <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I do. Right. Well, um, a bit of a local sort of focus tonight, I suppose, but uh, starting off with um, uh, the traditional uh, question where uh, David is leading for two. Um, I've noticed that you sort of act quickly, you think about it later. Um, if you had to act quickly and think about it later, um, who would you hire for your next property manager, David or Harry? Harrison, maybe. Yes. Wow. <laughs> like both. Well, you can't do both because that's not the game, Leah. But we don't stick by the rules sometimes. But since we're losing at the moment, I feel like I me, to, I'm drawn to Harrison. I'm sorry. I'll bring right. young, you know, but I'll tell, tell you, know, you what it was. Southland. It was yes. the dance moves. It was that video yes. last year, wasn't it? It was the dance moves yes. that done it. Yeah, yes. there you go. I'm looking, yeah, I'm, Harrison, I'm eager for yeah. the next dance. <laughs> yes, and I think me and Harrison, we're even, aren't we, with our social posts and photos of capturing conference dance floor moves, aren't we? We're yeah. even. Yeah. yeah, the amount of times <laughs> I'll just get like that video of me on the dance floor holding a bottle of wine sent to me out of the blue from Leanne. It's <laughs> gold. I'm keeping those memories, so it's just going to oh, keep that's a shocker, that one. I like it how you had a bottle of wine, not a bottle of beer. Yeah. Did you get yeah. a uh, off by David I'm, at some point? Sorry, did I? Did what? Well, sorry. 
Did you get told off by David Harrison at any yeah, stage? Yeah, I got, I got very, uh, well, the following day. Yeah, oh. you got grilled, you got, you got Uri, bollocks. Uri, you got to gotta watch your drink and Uri. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was very authentic. Um, yeah, right, next question. Can you say car, burn, word, and were? Oh, gosh. Car, burn, word. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that is no, she can't. <laughs> Wanted me to roll my R's. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, I love that. And it's in local focus. I didn't warn you, but why do Southlanders roll their R's? Leanne, can you shed some light on that for our listeners? I don't know. Do they? I don't really notice it. People do say that we do. You look there. Yes. I like it, by the way. Oh, listen, you, you, you go to the UK and we've got accents all over the place where I'm from. You know, you've got the Scousers about 10 minutes down the road who speak completely different. And then, you know, the other side, you've got Manchester and they speak completely different. It's I, I don't know how it happens, but it just happens. But, yeah, there you go. Next question, Maybe Will. Maybe number three. Maybe, well, that's because you're always saying brr, brr. So maybe yeah, it's a yeah. No, that's what yeah, it is. It's, it's called that, yeah. Brr. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Um, oh, I want a fat yeah. bursted pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I figured out you started when you're 21, uh, 21 years ago. That means you're 42. We're the same age. Yes, that's it. Correct. Yeah, I uh, I turn 42 tomorrow. By the way. Oh uh, wow. Yep. Uh, good for me. Um, in 21 years, I, I I turned 52 on Saturday. Oh, do you? Well, there you go. Yeah. Good on us. Look at yeah. us go. Um, what's been the biggest challenge in the last 21 years? Uh, I guess it from an industry-wise uh, perspective. Um, yeah. Just all the changes, I guess, and just adjusting to accommodate those changes that legislation had brought out. You know, we're still learning, even um, always refer back to the Bible, which obviously the RTA. Um, it's been challenging, I guess, the uh, interest rates for investors and just challenging once again. I think I struggle with... Uh, people from the outside looking in and property management industry and, and you know we look like the bad people the owners or the investors are the bad people that are here to make some money which is obviously well and truly incorrect we rely heavily on these guys to be able to provide housing solutions for our tenants and accommodate them so that's been a hard and struggle I guess but yeah just legislation change really um, I'm looking forward to obviously hopefully the pending regulation I had my salesperson certificate many years ago. Uh, we had to have it before the Real Estate Agents Authority Act came in. And obviously, I think when I set my to get my license, there was one question that was relevant to property management, and I could never understand yeah, why I had yeah. all the sales questions and, and do a pre-mock interview with one of the real estate agents that was taking it. So it will be good that this industry comes regulated. I mean, we are all ready to rearing to go. We always have a certificate of property management up our sleeve. We're accredited. We run trust accounts. We don't know any different, to be honest. So we're that's quite great. looking forward that's to this. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Well done, Liam. Right. Tim Shadbolt, are you a fan or not a fan? Fan. It was time for him to go, but very much a fan. He did a lot for Southland. He was a character. 
Um, interesting character that did push a few things through Southland. So, um, yes, a fan. Yeah. I like I love that guy. He was so far out there. I remember he always used to when I'd do the tour of Southland, he'd always welcome all the riders in the in the velodrome and he, he was so out there, eh? But man, that guy he just had an abundance of energy. I don't know what it was. He was great. Yes, huge abundance of energy. You'd see him around and yeah, on scooters at the local shop with his uh, his son. So a good good icon, I guess. Because he yeah. was originally from up your direction, wasn't he? No, well, West, West Auckland, I think, is a, something to the mayor or whatever, if they had such a thing out in West Auckland. But, yeah. Um, and lastly, um, biggest lesson on leadership since you've been running your own business, running your own team, um, anything you could share there? Oh, gosh. Just leading the team and I guess leading by example. But being a team, not individuals, is probably one thing. Um, and, that, and that's sort of, I'm still learning that leadership style that as it comes in, as I say, it was me on my own for quite some time. So just adjusting to that. And, and obviously we work as a collectively as a team. So I involve my team in a lot of things and decisions which might necessarily be the normal practice. But for me, um, we're all equal. Um, I may be the boss or the owner, but don't like to be seen as that. I'm just an employee, as well as doing uh, managing portfolio and going out doing inspections like today. Uh, but it's people that's most important. And I guess that's my statement on my website uh, that I go for and thrive on, which is he aha te me nui o te ra. So he tangata, what's the most important thing in the world? It's people. Yeah, it's awesome. People. people. That's what it comes. Yeah. Anywhere, people. And I guess that I strive for that. Well, Leanne Taltry, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the podcast. We're so grateful uh, for you coming on board. We can't wait to see you um, on the panel next week. Just remember, you are on Friday morning, okay? So be careful <laughs> if Harrison wants to get you drink. I remember... You can't dance I remember, too late. Listen, oh, I, won't, I, 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 won't name, I won't name names, but I remember a few years ago, a conference down in Queenstown as a leading property managers conference... And a panelist, a very known panelist, rocked in about two minutes. Bob Walters was there. He was you could see him, he was losing his mind, like, where is he? And the word got out that this guy was out till about five o'clock in the morning. And then walks in, hung over as anything, one minute before the panel session starts. And you could see he just didn't want to be there. And uh, so, so I don't want anything like that from you, Leanne. Or else, you know, I'll be telling it off in the morning. Who, All right? Who was that? I'm, oh, I'm not naming names. I'm not naming names. That sounds like an right. infamous story. It, I, I'm not naming names. I'll tell you it over a beer. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Sweet. All right. Thank Good on you, Leanne. You. We'll see you next week. And uh, see you next thanks, week. boys. See you next week. If you haven't bought a ticket, definitely buy one. Thank you for tuning in to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, powered by Renty and the PMC.